0: podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the journey of self-discovery updates. Ray is going to be the presenter this evening. Go
1: ahead and take the mic, Ray. Thanks, Paul. Uh, Yeah, today uh, we're just a few short days after coming back from yet another international trip, this time over to Europe again. But I went to see Portugal. Um, and talking to my friend Courtney and just uh, you know, something dawned on me that as we're going through our journey of self-discovery there isn't uh, there, there rarely are these um, huge moments that push us forward or Um, Cause us to 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 jump ahead, you know, on our journey of self discovery. It's a process that that really can't be rushed, and uh, but there will be moments along that that path that you realize how far you've come. An example I used is like putting a drops are putting water into a water balloon one drop at a time until eventually that balloon expands beyond its capacity in it and it explodes. So there was never a point where you poured a whole cup or two cups of water into the balloon to really push it past this threshold. All it takes is one drop of water at a time before eventually that balloon can't hold anymore. And I, I compared that to my path and my journey of always pushing forward, always trying to find a way to improve, always working with Paul and hearing him out on the things that I might not be seeing from the perspective I'm in at the current time, but being open and trusting Paul's guidance, trusting his his insight and experience and working through that process, much of which is like we've talked about in the past is very uncomfortable. You know, we don't like to hear what we're not ready to face in that moment. We we don't like to hear um, sometimes the things that we suppress for survival. Uh, I'm a firm believer that a lot of what we go through in our childhood, especially whenever it's not the healthiest for us, is uh, suppressed. We suppress those feelings. And most of us rarely have a chance to express them and to process and sort through those emotions. So they just stick with us over the months and years as we grow, and they become, you know, they sink deeper and deeper, uh, just from never being looked at, never being expressed in a healthy way. So that working with Paul over time, I, I've lately been having these big realizations. And over the the course of the past 10 years, there's been smaller realizations as well. But this one was a little bigger. Being in Portugal, got the chance to share this experience with my brother, his first time out of the country. And uh, there was a night we were partying in a club in in Lisbon. And I got the confirmation. You know, I got a message from my realtor saying that my townhome had been sold. And so, so many things at once, you know, um, reaching a financial goal that I had for a long time. Uh, My my first property I owned and sold for such a profit. First property I've owned at all and and sold, but for as good a profit as I made was a uh, a success story. Uh, Continuing on my traveling journey. And, uh, you know, so many things, so many realizations all at once that made it clear that I'm on the right path as if it wasn't already clear. It's just so many things coming together at once made it very clear and it was a, it was a great feeling of achievement, but I'm reminded that that didn't happen overnight you know, it didn't happen when I booked the flight to Portugal. It's been happening. These achievements are built on top of 10 years of going through those struggles, talking to Paul and hearing things that I don't want to. So many, so many times. And even to this day, I can get on the phone with Paul. And I, I credit that to Paul's skill in doing what he does. Because he can get on the phone and just, you know, chit-chat and make small talk. Well, Paul's often going to process what's going on, and he's going to find a weak link. He's going to find something that is being overlooked from our perspective. we got to be honest with ourselves and understand that there's always something. No matter how far along our path we're on, there's always going to be something. That if someone's being honest with us, and if we're being honest with ourselves, we're overlooking, overlooking in some way. So when that gets called out, especially when you're on your high horse, right? You're feeling good about things. and Oh, look what I did. Look what I've achieved. Anybody to say, well, what about this? We don't naturally, we don't want to hear that. I mean, we don't want to feel that either. But how else do we get over those things? Especially before we go so far down a path of deluding, you know, delusion, I, I say, or uh, just lies that we tell to ourselves simply because we don't want to feel those feelings. We don't want to hear those things. We don't want to look at those problems. So working with someone like Paul, every moment that we've addressed a thing that I've been overlooking is uncomfortable. But so many of these moments and being open to Paul's suggestion. Considering what's being said, even though I don't, I, I I don't really want to hear it in the moment. I feel everything in my body resist and want to push back. And sometimes I I have pushed back. Sometimes I've gotten off the phone, and, and me and Paul haven't talked for a couple of days, or sometimes weeks, because I'm processing what what happened, looking for ways to run to something else that feels better. That's perfectly normal and, and natural to do. The issue, sadly, is some people never catch it. So they run so far away from the path of self-discovery that they never find their way back to it. So I really just want to share some of that process and experience and how far it can bring. Because so many of those small moments led up to that feeling of being in the nightclub at Lisbon in Lisbon, Portugal, getting the news that my townhome has been so putting me at a goal that I had long time, you know, for a long time financially. Um, uh, being there with my brother, sharing that moment with my brother was another big, so many big moments all at once, but yet they were built on so many smaller sacrifices. So many smaller moments where I chose to go with the discomfort. If it weren't for that, I know and I believe wholeheartedly that my life would be totally different right now. And if these things don't just happen by chance, they happen by making that choice each and every day. And really, it's a, it's just like with you know some people know that I'm I'm into trading and and things like that. I, I tend to compare it to that because the comparisons are so clear. Maybe at least for me that it's about balance successful trading is about making taking your best bet and making enough trades to where you're you're winning more than you're losing even if you win as much as even if you break even in terms of win loss you win 50% of your trades and you lose 50% but if you make twice if you win twice as much on your winning trades then you're going to make a decent profit so it's a, it's a numbers game. It's balance. It's a balancing act. So I tend to bring that up because uh, people often look at it like, oh, I guess I got to make these sacrifices every day, all day long. I never get to have any fun. Trust me. Until 7 o'clock in the morning, just a couple of nights ago, and this is in Portugal, I was having all the fun in the world. Make no mistake. But the key is continuing to push forward. And to commit to making those sacrifices, not every single day, all day, never take a break, never have fun, never relax, but you got to balance it. you got to be pushing towards that discomfort uh, a little bit more than you are running away from it. And even if you push just as much as you run away, you better be pushing twice as hard as when you're running. And, And it, and you'll constantly you'll constantly make progress and the more you make progress the more motivated you are to continue doing it and that's why you know some people heard the, the comment, you know I want all the smoke you know the rappers and stuff they said they want all the smoke it just means in those uh, in those instances they're uh you know looking for drama or uh they're you know not afraid of the A beef or a battle. Well, in this case, it's the same, except for when fighting and dealing with it. Once you learn that, moving towards the discomfort and taking on those challenges that are going to, that are going to, you're going to come across these challenges. That's a fact of life. There's no way around that. Once you realize that, and you learn that your power is in facing these challenges and overcoming them. Then you begin to enjoy that that process. That that's when that's when I say it and use that phrase. I want all the smoke is not smoking weed, but I look forward to those challenges. I look forward to the things that are going to uh, test me and making the choice to push past them, push through them. And like I said, without doing that. And there's no way I'd be where I'm at today. And so thanks for allowing me to share that experience and I hope everyone can take something from that. Um, if nothing else, just to to really embrace the the fight because you're gonna fight either way. And a lot of people, unfortunately, they're fighting a losing battle. They're fighting, they're just losing. And you gotta keep that in mind. We're all fighting. Make no mistake about that because nobody's going to live our life for us. No one can make choices for us. No one, no matter how much you can give someone, the battle is often within. And it's something I said the other day is, you know, how can one get so lucky in this lifetime? And I was expressing that and asking that question because that's what I was feeling. And I've felt for a long time is how could I, you know, be born into this life as who I am and with the interest that I have and the curiosity that caused me to push to find answers to these things um, and to be where I'm at today. You know, how what have I done to deserve such a, a life? And my answer to myself was perspective, that there's clearly there's people who have more, who have accomplished more, um, and there's also people that have a lot less. But because of my perspective, because of my understanding of this process and my aligning myself with the things necessary in order to grow, I can say that now I'm I consistently grow and overcome challenges. To me, that's I could I couldn't be any more blessed to understand that and to feel that and to be able to reap the benefits of that. And it's all all due to perspective, because someone could be in a similar position and just not feel good, you know, or have more. How many people have way more than I have, and have taken their own life because their perspective was not good. They weren't looking at the glass half full, you know, and uh, that—that's because the battle we're fighting on the inside is a whole another story. It's a whole another ball game than what you see that someone may may have or not have on the outside. And that inner battle that we're fighting is with it. It's with that force that's that's seeking to destroy us. I do believe it's, it's natural. It's a natural part of our existence as a human. And that's why I like how Paul gives that entity a name, a title, and he works hard to pinpoint it to... To get you to see what can otherwise it can't be seen, you know. It's a it's a force like electricity. You can see the effects of electricity, but you can't quite see it itself, you know. Like radio waves, it's doing a whole lot of work right beneath our nose. We just can't see it. But the, these things are a little easier to identify because they have a a clear uh, output. You know, we know that we don't we can't see the radio waves, but we know that they're getting to our uh, stereo we're hearing the uh the output the electricity is keeping the lights on in our house so we can we can all agree okay it's there and it's doing something it's a whole lot harder to identify it and to see the many ways that it's creating illusions in our life causing us to self-sabotage causing us to become confused to have misunderstandings misbeliefs i mean it's it's working day and night But when we can't separate ourselves from that entity, then we're really in a world of trouble. And we start fighting ourselves, and we don't know why we're even fighting ourselves. And we start to think we're broken, and there's no way we could be fixed. We become confused. We become lost. And so, you know, the power in that, drawing the, the attention of the effects of it to a single entity, give it a name, Paul has exercises where you'll draw it with you if you could imagine an entity with this much malicious intent what what would it look like realizing that you're fighting something most people don't realize that they don't realize that there's something very real there that has a purpose to destroy you and in the beginning I saw it as a little far left I was like ah oh, it's a big stream you know some entity lurking around always trying to just, whether you see it as a goofy goblin or a demon or just pure energy, I can guarantee you it's very real. And um, the moment you you come to terms with that and realize that you have, like Paul always says, an enemy that you're fighting, you can get in the game. Then you can start you can you can start actually fighting to win. But imagine having a blindfold on in the dark with a sword. You're liable to chop your own leg off before you ever even come into contact with the enemy. And that's all it's about whenever you're uh, battling it, when you're looking at how it is working through you to destroy. He will use you and everything around you to destroy you. And you you have to start looking at it in order to fight back. And I, I'm here to tell you that you can fight back and you can win. I'm doing a whole lot of winning, winning right now in my life. And I will be faced with a whole lot more challenges. Each and every day, I, I, I still face those challenges. And if I didn't know it was something I was battling, I'd be, I'd be quick to lose everything I, I've accomplished. It's just how it works. You know, we could sit up and, you know, cry about it or beat ourselves up about it or be sad about it but that's what it wants you to do so that you can lose it does suck in a way right that we have to fight this inner, this this entity or else it's going to destroy us and oh man what a, oh, that seems like a lot of work well you can feel free to lose if you want those are your only two options is to deny it to fight it to complain about it and be a victim of this energy or accept the reality and start to fight in order to win so that is my story and my update on my journey of self-discovery
0: thank you Ray we appreciate that I want to ask uh, Courtney Courtney based upon the presentation that you heard today with uh, Ray Give your feedback on what you got out of it.
2: Basically, I need to stop allowing my eternal thoughts, my it, to, you know, hold me back from the things that I know I'm capable of, but I keep allowing these thoughts to hold me back, telling me I'm not capable of it, telling me I'm not ever going to get past what I'm getting past. And it kind of tricks me, too. It's like, now I'm going to let you get to a certain point, but then I'm going to put that wall back in front of you and make you realize, no, I'm still in charge. It's like you you kind of got a little bit of leeway, but the lease is short. Um, and that once I do decide to continue to fight and fight back harder, then I can get to those points in my life where I want to be. But I got to get through these uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable, almost angry moments uh, where I'm, you know, processing those things that I don't want to talk about, that I don't want to even look at. And I realized talking to Paul last night what is that I do get so angry about talking to Paul because he makes me talk about those things. I, I'm uncomfortable. I, like Ray said, every piece of me wants to fight it. Like, my body literally cringes. I'm like, nope, not doing this. But that's why I always allow it to do. I allow it to stop me. I allow it to say, nope, we're not doing this, instead of pushing through and fighting through it and getting to Decide side where I'm able to relax and my shoulders aren't always at my ears. So, yeah, that Basically, I have uh, a lot of fighting to do and a lot of follow-through on that fight. Well, thank you. For and it's not going to be
0: easy. Yeah, no problem. You're you're absolutely 100% right. It's not going to be easy. Anything worthwhile overcoming, you know, it's going to be a process in uh, going from one step to the next step. And uh, just just like Ray said, uh, you've got to be persistent. You've got to want to get rid of it because it wants to stay with you for the rest of your life. And right. look at what the uncomfortableness and destructiveness that it has occurred in your life since it's been in association with you. Yeah,
2: and I have to be—I have to be confident about the boundaries that I set for myself, others, because that's another issue with how I keep allowing it to take control—is my decisions that I make I'm not fully confident in them so therefore I'm not fully confident in myself which I have to change because it definitely feeds off of that
0: that is 100% right absolutely any more that you'd like to uh, say before we get off the phone this evening no no Well, we appreciate you uh, for giving it feedback. Ray, we appreciate the presentation this evening. And uh, I've, I know personally that myself have gained a lot of uh, insight on the conversations that we had today. And I'm sure the audience has also. Thank, thank you both for participating in the conference call this evening. We look forward to seeing you all next Thursday night. 730. Call 518-992-1035 Access code 655 145 Thank you very much and we'll see you next week.